We've talked already about what Drake Powell's commitment means for North Carolina in the class of 2024. But now, friends, it is time to dive into Drake Powell's game. And here to help me do it is the man, Pat Kilby. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shaden. Joining me as he does every Wednesday is Coach Pack Kilby. Great to have him here as always. And we want to remind you that the show is free and available anywhere you get podcasts. So you can subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss a second of your team every day. So, Pack Kilby, last week, this guy, this man, Drake Powell, class of 2024, committed to North Carolina, the first commit in the class for the Tar Heels. We want to get right into this today. So let's kind of breeze through his bio, make sure we catch everybody up in case people haven't looked into who he is, a little bit about where he's from and his background, but then we want to get right into this young man's game. Yeah, so last week, I mean, he, he spearheaded the 2024 class kind of out of nowhere. I mean, it was expected, but it wasn't expected then, right? So, um, what, which is yeah, exciting news. And I think it kind of signals kind of what Coach Davis has already been talking about, which is, hey, we want dudes that want to be here. And, you know, you're going to get the offer, but we're not going to wait around. Like, you either want to be here That's or right. you don't, so let's go. And That's so, right. In fact, like with Drake Powell taking this, uh, from what I've heard, Cam Scott, like that offer's gone and off the table now because Drake Powell's like, we're doing it. I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. Honestly, I prefer that. Yeah. I mean, I know. And it didn't have to be a whole thing, right? Like we didn't have to set up an announcement two months from now with uh, fake hats taken yeah. on and off and yeah. cutting the list down from 12 to eight to four and, and a whole thing like no fanfare. Just do it. Let's get the ball rolling. I love it, man. I'm all in. Yeah. yeah. He already spoke to my heart at the end of his letter when he said, no, I'm Drake Powell and I'm glad to be a Tar Heel. I was like, oh, he's he's already in, right? He's already yes. in the family. So. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, Pack, run us through. Actually, let me run us through his bio really quick. And then I want to start just right on in asking you about his strengths in his game. So this young man's name is Drake Powell. As we've said, the class of 2024, Carolina has a bunch of offers on the table. He's the first one, the bedrock of that team. We're going to get it going. We'll talk about that more as things unfold. Position, he's listed most places as a strong forward. Uh, that would, uh, you know, seem to indicate he's really more of a three. Um, and so that's a lot of his game. We'll talk some about that positional flexibility that he has. He has some skills of a two as well, but we'll look into that. From Pittsburgh, North Carolina, Northwood High School. For AAU, he plays for Team CP3, little Chris Paul action. He's 6'5", but only 170, maybe 172 dripping wet. If you would go watch some video of Drake Powell, the dude is like Kevin Durant spindly. He's not quite Kevin Durant height, but I, I'm very nervous that he's going to get broke when he goes to the rim. We got to get him in the weight room with serration, get that going. Um, in terms of his rating, uh, depends obviously what service you look at. He's either three or four stars. ESPN, he's 37th out of the top 60. Rivals 79th out of 100, 247 Sports 76, and then the 247 Sports Composite 58th. 
committed last Thursday, September 8th. Love that. Chose Carolina over. Well, he didn't go visit anywhere else, but other places he was considering. Uh, Texas A&M. Clearly, he made the right call not choosing them. What up, App State, Miami, and NC State, amongst some other schools. On Twitter and Instagram, both, it's Powell X Drake. So make sure you go give him a follow on social media if you haven't already. Okay, Peck, right into his game. Give me what you see right now at this point. Obviously, he's still got two more years of high school left in him. And so keep in mind, folks, he's just a rising junior. But at this point, what do you see as the strengths in Drake Powell's game? Well, Drake is really good defensively. Um, he's got the ability to guard multiple positions, um, particularly, I mean, just right off the bat, you could say pretty easily he can guard one through three. And mm. what I expect is over the course of the next two years of high school, he's going to grow, he's going to get stronger, pack some of that weight on that you mentioned, and he could be a guy that can guard one through four. Yeah, um, and here's what's cool. I and I know we'll get into some of this later, but how I would kind of compare his game for for Tar Heels fans is think Jackie Manuel on the defensive end, but with a with a much higher offensive upside, right? So yes, he does have the ability to shoot the ball. He is a good finisher around the rim. He does have vision. He can handle the rock, but where his strength lies is on the defensive end. So that's where you think like. I know, again, he's two years out, but if he were stepping foot on Chapel Hill's campus right now, that's what would allow him to play in college right now is based on his defensive capability. Is that a yeah. fair thing to say? Absolutely, yeah. I think, to be honest with you, I think he's a college caliber defender at this moment. Wow. Anything else over the next two years is just, you know, improvement. Great, yeah. yeah. When you watch him, what is it that makes you think he's ready to defend in college already? Well, for one, he has things that we can't really teach. He has length. He has um, lateral quickness is how I describe it. So he's able to, you know, really good defenders. If you watch the game, really good defenders win the first two dribbles. And what I mean by that is mm. when their guy puts the ball on the floor like the first two times, they're able to cut them off and make them change direction. He's really good about that. So he has that real good lateral quickness. And then he has the length. And quite honestly, defense, a lot, a lot of it is mentality, and he has a really good mentality for that. And so he has just basically intangibles and instincts that make him really good at that. Yeah, really great, great explanation there, Pac. I love that. And, and it seems like there's also with that mentality, I think that's huge. It's just the desire and the want to. Like I, I loved, I wrote, I wrote this quote down that he had in his like, kind of welcome letter. He said, going to UNC's games, I saw guys like Kendall Marshall, Marcus Page, Joel Berry, Caleb Love excel on the court. I've thought so many times about it one day being me hitting a game-winning shot or stopping a potential game-winning shot. And it's like, what high school junior is thinking about that? Already? Like, yeah, I'd love to hit a game-winning shot, but I'm like daydreaming about blocking a shot or like moving laterally to get like stop penetration to help win a game that way. I mean, this dude is a Tony Bennett dream for Virginia waiting to happen. And I, I just love to see that level of maturity in a 16, 17 year old young man. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell, I mean, in his game, you can see maturity um, in his gosh, in his letter that he wrote for his commitment. I saw a lot of maturity, right? He seemed just well-spoken young man, his thought process, the way he articulated himself is 
really the letter is kind of indicative of the way he plays. He has a really good IQ for the game and just just mature, like you said. He's he's sharp. Man, love that. So it's his defense that really sets him apart. Any other kind of uh, strengths you want to highlight right now, Pac? Yeah, you know, he's got kind of what I mentioned earlier. He's got some things that you can't teach. I think he's mm-hmm. really athletic. I think he's explosive. Um, you know, he finishes well at the rim. Yeah. And then I think – And it seems like with both hands, right? I've seen him finish left well and right well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's right. And, it seems like he's right-handed, but he can yeah. use his left hand strongly, yeah. Yeah, and I think he's got um, a really good base for his for improvement on his jump shot and on his three point shooting ability. He's he's a good shooter now. I think he's going to be pretty darn good by the time he gets to Carolina. Yeah, it seems like uh, watching some of his footage, like his uh, just didn't have quite enough spin on his shot yet, not enough rotation. I'd like to get him see a little more, a little more hand in the cookie jar action, uh, get a little more backspin on that guy, let it fly a little bit. But just to make sure people are understanding, when you say he's got a good base, you're saying he's already got the good foundations and fundamentals of that jump shot, just needs to keep working on it. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, his form looks good. His footwork looks good. The thing is, you know, like you mentioned, just some small things, you know, maybe it is get some rotation on the ball. Um, one thing I see is that his shot needs to speed up a little bit. And that's mm. you know, like we said, it's one of those things that's that's going to come over time. You know, it's repetition. And yeah. I, you can you can believe with all your heart that Coach Davis, Coach Lebo, those guys are giving him things to work on. Yeah. And then his high school coach, I'm sure, too, is pushing him to be the best that he can be also. Okay, love all that. So here's where we want to move next. We need to talk about, obviously, again, he's only a junior in high school, so we can't expect him to be perfect, fully formed. So there are going to be some things we'd like to see grow in Drake Powell's game over these last two years of high school before he gets to college. We're going to talk about those in just a minute, right after I tell you about Bet Online, which is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find the latest football league developments, game matchups, news and podcasts, including this year's opening week games and week two and everything moving forward. Bet Online is also your continued source for your sports wagering info, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so Peck, we've had the opportunity to see what it is that Carolina already sees in Drake Powell, why it is that they're really wanting to get him to North Carolina, be part of this class of 24. But obviously there are going to be some things he needs to continue to work on. In the same way we said what would get him to college already, why wouldn't he yet, on the other hand, why wouldn't he yet see the floor in college? Yeah, so um, there's got to be consistency in his jump shot and in his three-point shooting ability, which is kind of something we already talked about. So just to kind of run you through that, um, as a sophomore in high school, so last year, he was a 35% three-point shooter at the high school level. Um, so that's solid, right? That's one out right. of every three, you know, essentially, which is good. <laughs> yeah. But – what we would you know like to see is that to climb up you know above the 40 percentile or above the 40 percent range um, especially at the high school level because you got to think 
when you get to college, that's going to change a little bit, just the speed of the game and the length of defenders and stuff like that. So yep. And the depth of the depth of the shot. Yeah, for sure. And so you want to see consistency there. You want to see that number grow. Um, and then, you know, I kind of noticed sometimes he, he really likes that mid range pull up. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's like the one dribble pull up. The yeah. only problem is I think he forces that sometimes. And so mm. uh, shot selection and just knowing what shots you want and what shots you don't, those things will, those things will grow as he matures, but those two things really stand out to me. And then, you know, he's got to grow in the weight room. He's got to get stronger. He's got to add some muscle tone and some weight to him so that he can bang around and, and can guard, you know, one through four when he gets to college. Uh, but those are things that kind of stand out to me. Yeah. What What of those do you think, I mean, it seemed to look at his frame, it looks like he's going to be able to add the weight, add the muscle. Um, like, do you see things in him that tell you like, oh, he won't be able to develop into a good shooter? Or do you foresee uh, both skills, traits, and tangibles and things like that that would allow him to develop that shot more? Yeah, I definitely, you know, He's got the, like we talked about earlier, the base. He's got the intangibles, the skill. To me, it's a work ethic thing, right? And so um, from by all accounts, from everything I've read, from everything I've heard, he's a really excellent worker, and he wants to get mm. better. He wants to be coached hard. Um, I don't think he would be coming to Carolina if he didn't want those things. So um, I definitely think, to answer your question, that there's gonna we're going to see some drastic improvement yeah. in Drake. Yeah. And, and let's, let's not kid ourselves here. I mean, at, at this juncture, he's not ranked at the elite level. He's not uh, uh, projected one and done or even two and done. He's probably a four-year player. Um, he's somebody that's going to be around, is going to need development. Um, and I think there's a tendency to want to kind of poo-poo those players. Like, oh, you're going to get shoved to the side. You're going to be on the bench. But I, I think there is a history at, at schools that have a desire to develop and prepare players that it's like, Hey, you stick around, put the work in, you can get there. Right. Like, is there any reason to think he won't do that? There's no reason to think he won't do that. And in fact, I think, you know, like you said, Carolina, it rewards that almost. Right. So Mm, a lot of big time programs like Kentucky or Duke, you know, you see the, they go more for the one and dones. And sure, that's that's their route, but sure, absolutely. Carolina has has done a really nice job, in my opinion, of of getting guys like Drake. Yeah, they're not going to go into the NBA after one year. They're going to stick around. They're going to develop. But where to me, where that pays off is in you know, first of all, for these young men, they're getting their education and they're improving and they're getting absolutely. better. But gosh, just having veteran players on the floor. I mean, I can't tell you how much better I feel about our team come March than I do those other programs that I just mentioned. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, as you're saying, there's nothing against how Duke or Kentucky has chosen to do it. That's working for them. Um, but there, there really is something about program stability that you can create with players that stay in and develop. And he seems like somebody that will do that. We're going to talk obviously more about that. So uh, pack, as we often do, I want to ask you to put your Hubert Davis hat on. And tell me three very specific things that you, Hubert Davis, want to see Drake Powell accomplish before he gets to Chapel Hill in the fall of 2024. Yeah, the first thing is shots, high repetition, right? So um, one of the things that I 
challenge you know my own players with that I would challenge Drake with is in the off season, like the summers, twenty five thousand made shots. Get wow. in there, get get shots up. I mean that's there's six months of off season essentially. So you're talking about roughly you know five thousand shots a month. Get in there, get those made, get better, high repetitions. Get in the weight room. And not only get in the weight room, but change your diet, right? Pack yourself mm. with protein, get those calories, work hard, <laughs> develop muscle. Um, and then lastly is, you know, refining some of the smaller things on the offensive skill set as far as handling the basketball, being somebody that can push in the break, um, increasing in vision, which kind of comes with, um, you know, handling the ball better. The yeah. better you handle it, the more you handle it, and the more you handle it, the better your vision is. So <laughs> those things got have got to improve in order to um, play a role at the next level. Okay, love that. Great. Thank you, Coach Davis. Love to hear that. And and uh, you know what, Coach Davis, it's great to have that conversation with you, says Drake Powell, because, in fact, we are related. Now, I, I love this side of the whole story pack because – uh, as we well know, Hubert Davis is not the first Davis. His uncle Walter played for Carolina. Hubert played for Carolina and is now the head coach. And then now Drake comes in, who uh, I believe it's like his grandma is Hubert's aunt or something like that. I can't, I can't fully remember. And so they're cousins, like one generation. Well, I, 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 all those cousin things, whatever. <laughs> um, and so that's super cool to me um, to see just – that literally, you know, you talk about the Carolina family. This is literal blood Carolina family. And uh, what a neat thing that is to get to play for somebody that you're related to. Pretty cool, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, first of all, if you're just related to Hubert Davis, that's cool. But if you're <laughs> good enough to play at the University of North Carolina and you're related to him and you get to play for him, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely on that. And so um, next, where we want to go to is uh, we always do player comps when we're looking at these guys coming in who we don't really know well yet and haven't seen them play. Pac's going to tell you about his player comps, both uh, as a, Carol a Carolina comp and a current NBA comp. It's some names we might have already mentioned, but we're going to dive a little further into it right after I tell you about our drive for five. Friends, we are just under two months away now from the first Carolina basketball game. Hard to believe. In fact, the ACC schedule came out yesterday. That's great stuff. We're unpacking it on tomorrow's show on Thursday. But what we've done in this Drive for Five is set a goal of hitting 5,000 YouTube subscribers by the time of that first game. Thank you to all of you who helped us crush the 4,000. Mark, we got over that this weekend, and things are still rolling. So come on in. Dive in. If you haven't subscribed, please do it now. It would mean so much to us. Thank you for that. So, Pac, let's get then into our player comps. Let's start first with your UNC player comp. And if I'm not mistaken, you've already compared him, Drake Powell, that is, a little bit to this player earlier in the show. But why so and who is it? Yeah, so the player that I'm comparing him to from North Carolina is Jack Emanuel. Um, I mentioned it earlier. They remind me a lot of each other. First of all, on their body type, right? You remember Jackie, he was 6'5", and he had that just long, lanky ability. Yeah. Golly, yeah. he would just nag you to death on the defensive end. <laughs> um, that's kind of how I view Drake. Uh, but the you know the positive to this is I view him as more of like a Jackie Manuel 2.0 because he does have a lot more offensive potential this early on compared to Jackie. 
And so yeah. that's why that's why I went with that comparison. Interesting. And and what's cool is, is similar to what Leaky's had. We're gonna assume, unless Jackie goes somewhere, that Drake is literally gonna have Jackie in his ear, helping him along, helping him process. Because for Jackie, he wasn't always that person, right? Under Coach Doherty, he was shooting threes and doing other things. Coach Williams comes in and says, "Hang on there, brother. I need you to play defense. We'll get up some shots sometimes, but I've got Sean May and Rashad McCants and Ray Felton and others for that. You just you just be our defensive stopper." And so now. Uh, he can help Drake Powell embrace that from day one. Thankfully, Drake Powell already wants to do that, and that's awesome. I'm curious, Pac, where you would compare, you know, how you talked about Drake's offensive capability with Jackie's. How would you compare his offensive capability to Leakey's? Well, I think, you know, no, this is no diss towards Leakey because I think everyone knows I'm a huge fan. Um, sure, absolutely. I think, I think Jackie's skill set was higher than Leakey's. Um, you know, comparatively speaking, and I think Drake was higher than both of them. So okay, uh, he has a, so he of has those a, three. Of those, you three. think Drake? You think Drake will have the highest offensive ceiling of those three guys? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Hey, that would be a huge win if that's uh, comes to fruition. Love to see that. Okay, let's move from a UNC comp to an NBA comp. What NBA player uh, would you compare Drake Powell to? Or so I'm actually, maybe I should ask you this, or would Drake Powell compare Drake Powell to? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to just take straight from Drake's mouth. Drake compares himself to Drew Holiday. Um, and I kind of read about, you know, what Drake was saying and how uh, Drew really takes a defensive mentality to the game, but also has uh, what he thought was an underrated skill set on the offensive end. And, Drake said that about himself too. He goes, you know, you know, a lot of people view me as a defensive guy and he is, but he's underrated on the offensive end and he is. So I really like that comparison. And uh, I know that Drake has said he's trying to model his game after Drew Holiday. And I do see a lot of that. And so I'm just going to stick with that. He, he made the comparison for us and I agree with it. Yeah. Love that. Really interesting. And so, one of the things I feel like I've heard a lot of people saying in the days since Drake Powell committed, and and I believe you and I have both said this as well, is that um, while he might be ranked down, you know, in the 40, 50, 60s range, depending on where you look, there is high upside and there's opportunity for him to move up those rankings over these final two years of high school. And, and it's all well and good to say that. And I'm not saying anything about anybody who has said that, but I need, I need why. I don't want to just hear yeah, I think he's going to be somebody that could shoot up the rankings. I need to know why he's going to shoot up the rankings pack, and I need you to tell me that. Yeah, so um, potential, right? We hear that word a lot, and potential, honestly, in my opinion, is a really dangerous word um, because because they've all got potential, or they wouldn't yeah. be playing D one basketball. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and what I I like to say, they have a high upside, and to me, what that means is they have things that can't be coached and can't be taught, right? So they have height, they have length, they have athleticism, they have natural instincts, they have a natural uh, IQ for the game. And so to me, Drake has those things, but where he's raw is in his skill set. So when you have a guy that's got this high, what I call high upside, he has the things that can't be taught, and you pair that with a work ethic, which by all accounts seems like he has, then you really can see growth. And 
you know, we kind of we saw it this summer, right? So Drake Drake exploded this summer, and A and M and NC State, Miami and Tennessee, all these schools are jumping on him, and there's a reason for that, right? Because he's finally starting to reach that um, that upside that he has, and so I expect that to continue to grow and to continue to develop. To sorry, to continue to develop. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think he's going to turn into a really, really nice player. Okay. Thank you for giving us an actual reason why he could rise up the rankings uh, so that it's not just something somebody says on a podcast. <laughs> so, Pac, I want to kind of round out our conversation by just saying, like, I, I know there are, there's always, anytime it's not like a five-star or a top 10 guy, it's like, People like I have had people in the comments. Why are we so excited? Why should we be excited for this kid? He's not as highly ranked as Cole Anthony or Baycott or any of that stuff. And sure, I get it. You want the highest possible whatever you can get. But there's so much to be said for this young man and what he can bring to a program and why it's great to have him. And so I just want to unpack a couple of those things before we get out of here today. And so, Pac, let's let's just discuss a couple reasons why it is that we're excited for Drake Powell. Yeah, well, first of all, to those fans that may think like that, I would really quickly like to point you towards a guy named Luke May. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he, he was not all that in a bag of chips, but he turned out to be pretty dang good uh, because he came to Carolina with with a high upside and a work ethic, and look where he ended up. Um, and I see that for Drake, too. But, you know, first of all, this kid wants to be a Tar Heel. And mm. to me, that's the first step. And the most exciting thing is we've got guys that want to be here. Um, and that's who Hubert Davis wants. That's who yeah. Hubert Davis wants. Yeah. And – I love that. I just can't say that enough. I love that he wants that, and I'm all on board with it. So let's get dudes that want to be here, and if you don't, okay, move on. We're, yep. we're going to get guys that want to be here. Absolutely. Now, here's the question people are going to ask. Well, that's great. Lots of people out there in the world want to be Tar Heels and want to be at Chapel Hill. So that's step one, and then where do we go? Yeah, exactly. So um, the next thing I think is he fits – yeah, not only does he want to be a Tar Heel, he fits the direction the program is headed, right? So mm. uh, Hubert's made an emphasis on two things, particularly shooting and defense. And so he has those two things, right? Like he has that base to be a really good shooter. And in today's game, he can guard four different positions. So he fits where the program is headed. He wants to be a Tar Heel. And then I love this. He's an in-state recruit, right? Mm. He's a Carolina guy. He, uh, you know, his parents were Tar Heels, so he's a legacy recruit. Uh, it means something to him. It, it's valuable to him to be there. And so yeah. that's awesome. And then lastly, to me, he uh, he just jump starts the class. Right. And so uh, I don't I don't expect him to be the last in-state recruit to commit. I'll just throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> I think that he's probably in that young man's ear as we speak. Um, so I definitely think there's a lot to be excited about with Drake. Yeah. And, and I think you're right of there's two other kind of top flight in state kids in this class. And I think one of them is probably not a Carolina lean. And I think the other is, um, and we, I mean, I, I guess there's no reason to beat around the bush with that. I think Trenton flowers will probably go elsewhere. And I think that Jaron Stevenson will be a target. If I had to put it in writing today, that's how I would put those predictions in personally. I would 100% agree with that. 
So obviously we'll see how that goes and unfolds and all those things. In fact, as I was watching highlights of Drake Powell, uh, I watched highlights of a game between he and Jaron Stevenson. And so it was cool to see them on the court together. I think it was from uh, sometime in 2021. So pretty neat there. Well, man, great stuff. Drake Powell, as you said, somebody has to break the ice for every class. And so you love that this type of human being, this type of young man, is the first one in the class of 2024. It's a Hubert Davis kid, right? Like, I love it. In fact, I don't think we've said this. He is Hubert Davis's first in-state commit uh, for North Carolina in his tenure. And so just love to see that, like breaking the North Carolina ice and uh, and getting that, making it happen. So Drake Powell, can't wait to see who is next after him. Great stuff. Pack is great conversation as always. And that brings us to the end of today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. Coming up tomorrow, as I said, we're going to unpack the ACC schedule and we're going to talk about some good news that North Carolina got from J for Jalen Washington for the upcoming season. Boy, howdy there. And uh, we want to thank you for joining us today. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow Coach Pat Kilby at Coach underscore K23. And you can follow me at Isaac Shade. Get more on the ACC by making Locked on ACC your second listen. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked on take you around the conference in 30 minutes, five days a week. It's been a joy to be together as it always is. Thanks so much for tuning in, hanging out with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Drake Powell as well. Make sure you leave those in the comments with it. And we always want to remind you, friends, that it is a great day to be a Tar Heel, especially when we get recruits. <laughs> Until tomorrow, peace! <laughs>